You're listening to the Thoroughbred Podcast, an elite business leadership podcast. Hey, hey, what's going on, gang? John Wentworth here, Thoroughbred Podcast. I first want to thank you for, for listening, for tuning in, for following. Uh, you can find us and subscribe on iTunes or on SoundCloud or visit us at thoroughbredpodcast.com. Today, is there a drum roll? Should be. There should be. Today, I am very blessed to be joined by Mr. David Niemer. Uh, David has been in real estate longer than a lot of us watching, uh, three times as long as I have. No, maybe just two. Probably two. How many years? Oh, man. Started in 1994. Oh, now I got to do math, bro. No. It's a long okay. time. Since 1994, uh, he's been on our team how long? Just coming up on a year. Coming up on a year. And so I think it's going to be really cool to do a deep dive with, with David, who's been in the industry so long, uh, been an independent agent for so long, and now is such an amazing part of our team and our culture. And uh, so I just want to welcome Mr. David Niemer. What's up, brother? Thank you for so much for having me. I appreciate it. Oh, you got it, man. So tell us a little bit about who David Niemer is, first of all. Yeah, no problem. You know, I started off in the construction industry uh, from my dad. He started, he came over uh, from Lebanon uh, 1972 and he wanted to build his own house so he found a friend and he built it and then is it still standing it's still standing <laughs> okay it's good. still standing <laughs> i actually went into it when it was for sale one time and it was vacant we all went back into it oh reminisced with the whole family it was really cool that is cool did it on easter weekend so it was really see good. another really benefit special. of being a realtor it was great it was so <laughs> cool seeing my old bedroom seeing the old memories uh, it makes you feel like you know you look at the backyard and when you're a kid you think that backyard was so big and oh now my you look gosh at it just a little tiny postage stamp. Isn't that something, though? I mean, everything's relative, you know? And, I mean, that's that's a that's a beautiful story. Yeah. I mean, really. And, and so what ended up happening was with him being in the building industry, naturally he would progress us into the building industry by making us work. And so we started off in that, and then it progressed. And then eventually I went to the office and then uh, ran operations and did estimates and bids and sales. And then I turned out, basically, I enjoyed talking to people quite a bit, uh, I love the construction process about it, but I'm not really good at banging a hammer. So, so I could tell looking at your thumb, looking like know. you hit it last night. I know. <laughs> so it worked for me. So then I decided uh, after a while, things have changed over. The dynamics changed at Woodside Builders, which it's still there. But uh, basically, I was looking for something else. And like I said, when I came to you, I was looking for peace. And when I got here, this is exactly what I found. Uh, it allows me to still help new build construction clients, you know, with any sales because of my experience and the background of, and history of that. Right. But what's even better is that I get to help other people out in the market right now, seeing their, their faces shine when they when I tell them we got an accepted purchase agreement, whether it's a listing agent or lister or a seller or, or a buyer. Sorry about that. But it's, it's just an exciting thrill for me to be able to see people have that next transition happen yeah. for them. It is. I mean, awesome. that's the beauty of our industry is the people. I mean, it truly is. I mean, if you're chasing numbers instead of trying to serve people, then, uh, you know, I just think it's a long road. Yeah, No, I, I, I totally believe that. I totally believe that the house is secondary and the, the product is really the people. Yes. Because if you take care of those people and everything else will work out yeah definitely and that's the most important thing so that... so let's back that up because you already jumped into being with our team being on part of jwg with you're more than a part of i mean you are you're not just another agent here i don't think anyone is no you know you're part of the culture part of the 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 faith and the belief system and what we're trying to do um but that had to be an interesting transition from being an independent agent from 1996 to 
2017. Right. And then making a switch to a team. So tell us a little bit about what your apprehensions were and, and kind of what that was like during that change and, and what you're experiencing now. Well, there, it was a lot of apprehension when I first left the Woodside Builders. Something that I didn't really exactly want to do, but I know I needed to do that if I wanted to expand my wings, right. so to speak, and be able to serve more people. Uh, my dad was slowing down in the business because he's 75, and I'm just gearing up. So coming down here, I transitioned down here, um, went with a different agency for a little bit, but then I found that I was missing something, and it was something about like a family, a cohesion effort. Um, just a tight bond of people that have a genuine earnest in helping yeah. people. And that's, you know, when I found you guys, that's, that's all I needed. Yeah, and that well, was great. He, he, you know, I, I always get so focused on, you know, when we're, when we're looking to bring people in that are hungry, that are humble, that are honest, that are just good people. First and foremost, I don't ever look at how, what are their numbers? It's more of who are they as a person? And uh, it was interesting because in that, I'm still thinking about, okay, well, we've got these tools and we're going to provide leads and we're going to do this and we're going to do that. And David and I were just having a casual conversation one day and he's already mentioned it, which is why I brought it up. Um, I asked him, I said, you know, what's been the best part about joining our team? And he said, uh, peace, peace. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> peace. But, but, it, but honestly, it brought a tear to my eye because I'm like, wow, yeah, that's greater than any lead I can give you. Yeah. And, and that was, I mean, that 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 touched me i mean you you were there i just was like holy shit peace and and we're you know sometimes thinking about the leads or the support or the staff or or whatever it may be and and to think of that for me what that said is security absolutely absolutely and you know just coming here you can feel the difference you can see the difference and it's a cohesion group and everybody is there are we perfect no, no, nobody's perfect. No, we're not. Nobody's perfect, but we are damn close. We're trying hard to get and, closer. And all we do is keep trying to strive yeah. every day more and more. And I see that. You know, I see that in the Matt Baudry. He's a great agent. There's so many great agents on yeah. this team that it just it elevates everybody. You know, iron sharpens iron, and that is the key. And being able to be here with you and the team, it allows me to focus on the most important thing is the clients. The client. And take when, care when of you needs. When you strip away the signs and the lock boxes and the paperwork and the inspections and the appraisals and ordering title work. And you strip all of that crap away because at the end of the day, most good realtors aren't good at that. Right. Because it's task oriented stuff. Right. We're, we're servants of people and we love people. So that's, that's our comfort zone. That's where we're best at. Right. So when you strip away all that other stuff, it gives you tons of freedom to, to one, not worry about it for me, not to mess it up. Um, but, but three, to to just be able to do what you said, focus on serving your people. Yeah. And, you know, communication is so key with, with all our clients because, like you said, most of the people don't know what happens in the background. Right. And there's so much that goes on in the background. And with having a staff that is, is with the John Wentworth Group, it's nice that those people can help uh, facilitate a lot of those tasks and take a lot of those burdens off me, uh, but still still communicate with me consistently right. so that I can communicate with my clients because in the end communication's key. If we can get that from point A to point B, uh, as long as we communicate the entire way, hopefully our Even road, if there's bumps in the road, absolutely. as long as you're communicating in ahead of them, you know, people, yeah, I mean, you've got to make phone calls sometimes you don't want to make. Oh, absolutely. And so you make that sucker instantly. 
Absolutely. Like you said, eat the frog. <laughs> eat the frog. You know, get it over with. And uh, and I just we just had a deal the other day that that went that went south. And and uh, even though you didn't have the listing, you know the people personally that own the home. And there was this big, oh man, what do I do? And we all kind of sat together. I go, you know, look, it was it was Todd. And I said, bro, you eat your frog. Yeah. You pick up the phone and you call him, but you can do it. And it's okay no matter what because you're doing it from a place of service, from a place of heart, and you're just doing what's best for them, even though in the moment it doesn't feel great. No, not at all. What people got to realize is that you know, whether they're buying or selling, they're starting off from a point A, and they want to end up at point B. And we don't know how long that road is going to be. All we can do is try to facilitate uh, that road to be as smooth and as short as possible yeah. for all of our clients. And and it's all that little stuff in the background. And when we have so many moving parts in this system with lenders, appraisers, home inspectors that can mess up the system, that can make our road either bumpier or, or longer smoother. or smoother, you know, it makes a big difference. And then having that experience in this industry is important because we oh, have no to, doubt about it. We have to be task oriented and we have to be communicative at the same time. And not everybody's good at that. Well, and I think too, for like for a newer agent getting into real estate, that's the other important part of the team collaboration is that, you know, you can draw upon the marketing and you can draw upon, you know, the, the brand, but you can't just build instant credibility of experience. But when you're on a team in a collaborative environment, you get to tap into that experience. So Sarah, a brand new agent gets to sit by Dave and say, Hey, I need help with this. And then Dave been in it for 20 years can go to Todd who maybe has experienced something that David hasn't, even though he's been in the real estate a long time. And, and that collaborative environment, as opposed to there's your desk, have fun. Yeah. And I think, I think the biggest mistake a new agent can do is to not come on a team right out of the gate because they there's this perception out there that you take your 40 hours worth of real estate and voila you are a real estate agent if you pass the test if you pass the test once you pass that you're still in 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 the dark because it's about like you said all these tasks and communications things that take time to develop relationships take time to develop and i learn something new all the time yeah. Uh, with real estate. And if I'm not learning, then I shouldn't be doing this because I'm always diving deep, trying to get more and more experience behind my belt so that I can make sure that all the clients that we serve yeah. together are taken care of to the best of their ability. Yeah. And I think that's really, you know, I mean, one thing that you, you'll start to hear, I think, throughout us doing these podcasts and throughout the people that we have on is when you're surrounding yourself with like-minded people, you know, that, that have uh, that are grounded and rooted in their faith. And you're going to hear a lot of that on this podcast because I think that that's just kind of the people that we're attracted to um, right. because we know then that they're humble, hungry, and honest, and they're doing it for the right reasons, which is serving people, not trying to serve numbers. Right. And don't get me wrong. Numbers matter. I mean, if we don't sell shit, we don't eat. Right. I have to feed my family yeah. just like anybody else does. But the priority and the goal, number one, is to serve as people. And I think if you're newer in the industry or you're, you're, you've reached a spot where you're plateauing a little bit, you know, consider some of these things that maybe a mind shift is needed. Like maybe I need to start looking at this and approaching it differently. But I have to share with them also because being in the industry as long as you have, right, which means you are set in your ways, baby. Right. Right. And and we bring people, a lot of people join this team and some people stay forever and some people stay three or four months because they're unwilling to change. They're unwilling to be coachable. And I got to applaud you because that's one of the things that he's done so well. I mean, this sucker's on Facebook more than I am. <laughs> and previous to that, I never saw him on Facebook. And I mean, literally right. every listing, he, 
David Niemer, check it out. You go there right now. David Niemer, N-E-M-E-R. Yep. There'll be a post right there with him in front of a house that he just sold or with some people that he served. I mean, it's just consistent. And, and I applaud you for that because, you know, people again think, oh, on a team, it's just about John Wentworth. No, I want you to market yourself. I want you to build your brand. I want you to use our brand and tie your brand to it and catapult yourself. And you've done such a good job with that. I mean, people say to me all the time, who's David Niemer? He must be going really good. I go, yeah, he's crushing it. I think you've got 23 pending and sold since you've been here. In I do. I mean, that's rocking. And you know what? It can only get better. Heck yeah, it's Because the, the way I look at that is I look at that as I got an opportunity to help 23 people either sell their home or buy a home. Now, the thing is this. I love that, you know, 23 sounds like a great number, but to me it doesn't because to me it sounds like I'm not helping enough people. And that's the weirdest thing ever (laughs) is because it's not about, it's not about the paycheck. It's not about the paycheck. You got to love what you do because if you love what you do, the rest will come. And the best thing is I've got to meet some great people. I mean, I get some great referrals from some great people and I get to meet so many people. And the nice thing is my sphere of influence gets bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. And one of the nicest things ever is I... I think because of me being in this industry for so long and me being able to have a good communicative process with a lot of people, I think what happens is that when I get people asking me, hey, do you know somebody that can do this? I do. Right. And that's that's the key, helping others. Yeah. You know, and just sharing information. And that the key is, is that you got to get that information from somebody that you trust. Oh, no doubt about it. You know, no trust, doubt about it. And the trust is key. You send the wrong painter to somebody's house, they get robbed. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, so what? What are, since joining joining the team? What has been? I mean, other than the piece, we get that, and you're selling a lot of real estate. Um, you're collaborating well with everybody. I mean, everybody really enjoys having you around and spending time with you. You know, our fishing trip, we had a great time. That was a blast. Oh, it was a riot. But, but what 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 have you found to be like one or two things that you've really been able to embrace to help you move forward in your in your career? You know, the interesting thing is, is that in real estate and with any other, any other industry, there's so many products out there that would that sell to you. So you think that me being a realtor, I'm making my phone calls and doing all this, but I get blasted and you get blasted yeah. with so many. There's so many options and so many features. And so it's many just like Facebook. I mean, there's so much coming at you. You've got to be able to weed through that. I mean, I'm hide, 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 hiding posts all the time from the ads because right. I don't want to clutter my day with it. Right. And I agree with that. And, and, by, and by being in this office, you have a system and a system that's in place and it's proven to be successful. It's proven. Sorry, it's proven to be ex- yeah. successful. All you got to do is work the All system. All you got to do is tap in. And that's the thing. So that gives me an opportunity to get into other areas that allows me to, to provide my service, our service, for people and help them find their new place. Yeah. You know? Well, I think you said a huge one. You've got to tap into... Look, if you're going to do something, go all in, right? right? So then tap into it, believe in the system. Don't try to alter the system. Don't try to, and it's not just, look, I, I'm every day looking for other things that I can bring in to help us service our clients better, you know, to make your life easier. And I'm always looking for those things. But at the, at the end of the day, you've got to buy into that. I'm not going to go get Boomtown and then finagle and say, oh, it's good or it's not good. I'm going to go all in on the shit and then I'll know whether it worked or not. Absolutely. And that's one of the problems when you become a new real estate agent and you get shoved in a cubicle or a desk and they say, hey, good luck. Yeah. 
And then within a day, you get a million emails because all of a sudden, all these industries, oh, the real gosh. estate industry knows that you're a realtor. You get flooded with this information, and it's almost a shutdown experience. Well, and now you're spending money on stuff, and you don't even know how to talk to somebody. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you you had, you had shared an experience with me that I thought was really telling uh, because I'm a little bit in denial of our brand, right? I mean, okay. I, I, I try to be as – I never wanted to go independent to say, look at me. I've become the brand just through marketing, through time, through building this business. And, and so it took me a while to accept that, to be able to accept that. And, and one of the things, it's like the billboard. I don't want to be in a damn billboard, but it's part of the gig, right? Oh, yeah. I um, love that picture, by the way. Oh, this one? <laughs> yes. I look at it every time. I'm like, what is he reaching out for? The billboard just hugging everyone. Instead of, you know, the, I know, I love it though, man. It well, makes that's you look. who I am. I'm hugging everybody all the time. So I figure what better than, than to hug everybody, you know, and I get that. I have people come up to me and say, is John really that way? And I'm like, what do you mean? Is he always that energetic and going? And I say to myself, I'm thinking about, it. I'm like, <laughs> he is. And I don't know, you know, we're about the same age and you got a lot more energy than I do some days. I but, just, you know what? I mean, I just, uh, I've got a great compassion for people. I mean, at the end of the day, we break it all down. I don't give you a shit. If you have five cents or $5 trillion, right. I don't think it makes anybody who they are. You know, people often say to me, do you know so-and-so? Oh, he's got all this. Like, well, I don't give a shit about that. No. Is he a good person? Is she a good person? And, and again, I, you know, I stand here saying those things. I'm not perfect by any means, but I'm always reflecting and trying to improve. And I think that those are the people that, that when I look at everybody that we coach with and everybody that's on our team, the people that are self-reflecting and then not just saying it, but trying to improve upon it. Like I struggle, you know, I said to Tony uh, a few months ago, um, I said, man, I just feel like I just, my relationship with God isn't where it needs to be. What do I do? And he laughed. He said, read the Bible. I said, but I stink at reading. You know this. He said, just read a little bit of the Bible, but right. do it every day. Right. And I started to do that, and, and, and there was that change. So it's not just, oh, I need to do it better and then talk about it. You've got to do it. And I think that's with anything in life. You've got to do it. I agree. And You've got to be an action taker. And, and I think, honestly, getting, going back to going independent and being a realtor, obviously that was a tough move for all of us, especially for you. I pretended it wasn't. Well, it's it's always <laughs> odd. Trust me. I know because I've been in that business before. I know how that works, and I've been in your shoes before. So it's a lot of weight on your shoulders. But I think one of the reasons why you're staying successful is because you're staying who you are, and that's the key. You became a success because you are who you are, and people genuinely like you. And you have a good relationship and communicative process with a lot of people. And I think that means – a lot to people because trust, we go back to trust, trust and trust is the key. And that's why, you know, I'm here today because I'm not only at peace, but I am at trust with this company. I believe in this company and I like where things are going. Who else, who else, you tell me, who else has a podcast in Genesee County? <laughs> I don't know, but everyone's trying to get one probably now, they will, but it's but not, you know. but, it, but I hear you and I thank you. It's not about the podcast. The podcast is the vehicle for us I agree. to share who we really are and and to and I think look, I'm 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 infiltrating some faith into this because it's important to me. I think it's extremely important right? to all of us. And and I'm not afraid of that. I'm you know, we got our brand new studio. I don't have my 
my darn cross up yet, and I just brought it from the other room, so I'm like, let's get that up there where it belongs. We're trying to figure out where it instead should go. Of my instead of my goofy butt, <laughs> I just I went in the other room and I saw it sitting there. But we are in the brand new studio. It is awesome. It's nice to be able to get in here and 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 just you know this is. What I've noticed about doing this, this is a conversation that we've never had before. Right. And it's raw and it's real. It's unscripted. There's there's, there's no tricks here. And so I love that. Um, but I also love the change that I've seen in you yeah. um, from a from a standpoint of, you know, just, you know, you say that I'm full of energy, but now you are. I'm watching you. You're full of energy. You're on the go. You're right. You might be tired inside, but you're not showing it. It's exciting. I know. It, it's exciting. I'll tell you right now, your energy uh captures everybody else it, it's by, it's captured by everybody else and that just keeps the team rolling keeps us going keeps us motivated and allows us to help future clients yeah i think that uh at the end of the day what you're going to find with our team is that you know as we grow some some leaves fall off the branch if you will right always and, and, and you know i used to fight that i used to be so scared of losing anybody and then i started to notice that every time we did they were just the wrong people I agree. Or, or in some cases, they want to do something else, which is fine. And I'm not beating up on anybody because there's probably a different environment that suits them well. Ours is, I think, tight enough that it polices itself. Um, and sometimes I'm afraid to pull that trigger still. Uh, but as those leaves fall off, the tree then gets more sunlight and grows again. And then... And then some leaves fall off and it gets more sunlight. And by the way, I'm just making all this up right now. Thank you, Lord. But it's true. I mean, those leaves fall off and then it gets more sunlight and it grows. And that's what's exciting to me is that. And it's also, by the way, liberating to let that go. You have to. I mean, truly to, to instead of always, oh, we, we got to keep them. 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 Yeah, yeah, but they're costing you money. I know, but we got to keep them. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, like, let's put it this way. Adam Postal, one of the nicest yeah. guys you'll ever meet in this exactly. world. It just, he just decided he wanted to go to a different direction. And, you know, we can shoot a little plug for him. I can't remember his. Uh, taste, smile, and repeat. Yep. Yep. Taste, smile, and repeat. And he got an opportunity to go help his wife grow his business. And that's awesome. And they're doing great. And we're collaborating with them on giveaways. Mm -hmm. so. and, and he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. Yeah. Now, does it mean that he's a, you know, a bad person because he didn't stay with us? No. no he not just at all. wanted to follow his dream. And that's the most important thing yeah. for him to do. What, what I struggle with is. And again, open, transparent, off the cuff, because we're talking about this subject is that the people that come in and then they don't buy into the system, they want to continue to do it their way, which didn't work in the first place, by the way, which is why they came. And then it becomes, oh, well, the leads are no good and uh, I don't get enough floor time and then da, 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 da. And it's like, OK, well, the mother clipper sitting right next to you. See, I saved that swear word. Thank you again, Lord. <laughs> Look, I just get going and I, I live on emotion, right? He gets excited. But the guy next to you that's been in business for four months is kicking your ass. Right, right. Because they just bought into the system. Right, right. And 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 I think you know, look, guys, if you're out there and you're new to new to the industry, or you're or you've plateaued and you're looking for something different, I don't know what state you're in, but seek out a successful team that has your values and buy into those systems. And and I think people get paralyzed by the split, right? Oh well, I'm getting less of a split. Well, yeah, but you're selling t ten times the real estate. You're doing less of the stripping away the signs, the boxes, the you know, I don't even all the right. stuff that I don't want to do. Right. So tell us about that because you went from I'm sure that weighed on your mind, right? I mean that's human nature. Oh, the split is going to be less than if I cap out. And a lot of these people don't even cap out, by the way. So I don't know why they're worried about that. And the thing is, if they cap out, they cap out at the 
end of the year when then next yeah. month it resets. Exactly. So what do they get? A month? Exactly. And usually that month is in December or colder months when real estate's not as hot. That's a great point. I mean, you think about being in Michigan, January, February, March, dead. Yeah, go on vacation. Yeah. Uh, then you start rocking. And so you cap out somewhere October, November and... Okay, well, now you just capped out going into the slowest six months of the year. Yeah, and the biggest thing I think people fail to realize is that they get themselves in the way. Yes. They get they get the feeling of, you know, I'm not going to do this because I've been experienced or I don't like to cut or a million other reasons. Yep. But in the end of the day, it all boils down to you, yourself. You're yeah. responsible. doesn't matter. And so you just have to find the best vehicle for you to be able to get to the next stage where you want to be. And here's the key thing. Don't talk about dollar figures on how much people sold. You know, I hate those business cards that says million dollar producer, million dollar producer. What the hell does that mean? Right. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> does that, was it yesterday or I mean, over the last 10 years? I mean, million dollar producer. What's that? What's that? If you, if you don't, if, if you co-broke every one of them, that's 30 grand. Are you going to live on 30 grand and you write a million dollar producer on there? I think that's a joke. Yeah, I agree. I like that. Now we're getting real and raw. It's, so, it's real. It's true. It's real, but you got to get it down to basics and you got to get down to values. And I, I'm so glad that, you know, my goal is not to get, you know, sell X amount of dollars per, per, you know, month or whatever. My goal at right now is to help five clients a month. I would, awesome. I want, I want to obviously do more, but right now, Every month, my goal is to help five clients a month. And I think right now, because we have a big board, we have all of the, the pendings on there, and it has the address and the agent's name. Mm -hmm. And I think you have four or five there right now. Four. Four. And which, actually, I'm going to have a fifth one today. So well, that's uh, good, I got the month. it's the 31st of I August. I know. Isn't that great? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's not August. <laughs> but you know what? The interesting thing is this. I love it because Todd came in, and Todd says to me, he says, hey, do you want to move? You know, some <laughs> spots open up. Do you want to move your spot around? I said, no. He looks at me because I'm not in the best of spots. You, right. you know it. You know, it's not prime real estate, but I'm not there for prime real estate. I'm there to, to grind and make things happen. The interesting thing is, though, he goes, how come you want to sit right here? I said, the pending board's right off to our left. <laughs> if I don't see my name up there at least five times a month, I start panicking. You got to get busy. Absolutely. I, you know, I think that's such a... It, I mean, we have fun and we joke and I, you know, I, I always draw back to at the end of the day, we're in an awesome business. I mean, a business to be able to serve people on an extremely high level on an extremely important item and, and also build those relationships with those people. And, you know, I, that, that is just awesome to me. I mean, we were talking the other day, we had Jason Will on and, uh, you know, talking about how these people become long lifelong friends. Absolutely. I mean, one of my best, one of my wife's best friends is in this community that I met them through a transaction and my wife knew she didn't live in this community. She knew no one. And so that's just such a, an amazing thing. And that's what is, you know, to me, super compelling about our industry. Yeah, I agree with you. The best thing about it is I have so many contacts in my phone that are, you know, friends yeah. that they call me and I'm, we're talking on first name basis. We're talking like you and I are talking and we're figuring stuff out. We not may not necessarily be talking about real estate, but the best thing is if they ever need anything, I'm always there to answer, talk, and listen. Well, you said earlier, if someone were new to the business, they should go find a team. Absolutely. What about somebody, like right now, they need some nugget. Like, I, I need to go sell some houses. What what advice would you have for them as far as maybe tapping into lead sources or, or something that they could do proactively? Because we know sitting in the office waiting for the phone to ring doesn't work. Mm -hmm. What can they do proactively to start earning business? I think one of the key things that I hate to give the secret away, but it's not really a secret, but I'm not worried about telling you this because most people won't do it because they're too afraid to. The Facebook Lives. 
Facebook Lives, those are connected to every person that you like, that you accepted as a friend request. So if they if they like you and you like them, what's the difference of you talking over the phone, talking face-to-face, oh, or talking on a phone that you're, you're holding up? I always tell them, I'm like, you're afraid to go on there because of what you might look like or say, but let me just tell you something. That's what you look like and what you say. Right. So, so, you know, it's it's just, it cracks me up that people are, they'll go into public, but they won't go like this. No, I know. But it's the same damn thing. I know. And the best thing about it is every once in a while, I'll get a jab from one of my friends about my hairline or things like that. I know this. I don't mind. I don't care. I don't care. Best thing to do is get that information out to everybody. Because that way, you know, everybody's getting so smart nowadays. You want to know what your value is on your home? You can open up Zillow. And right. it pretty much tells you. Yeah. You know, within reason. So the thing is, is that all that smartness of these clients, they still need someone to represent them to make sure that that contract document's signed correctly, make sure that we get to closing, make sure that... Uh, you know, home inspector or appraiser, any kind of complication gets taken out of the equation yeah. so we can get to that closing line. Well, it's funny you say that because we just had a for sale by owner that sold their home by themselves and they were high-fiving themselves, yeah. which I know the house and I know they undersold it, mm-hmm. but they saved, they jumped over, a, they, you know, we see this all the time, right? I mean, you, you jump over a dime to save a nickel. But more importantly, they had a $10,000 deposit that yeah. they never collected. Buyer walked two days before closing. They got nothing. Right. Well, they lost their time. Too. They lost. They lost two months, yeah. and and they and nothing in return for it. And it's a waterfront home. Which right. Two months on the water is. It's crucial. It's, it's six months. Absolutely. You know, and the thing is, what people fail to realize: anybody can sell a for sale by owner. If you're if you live in a house and you're going to sell it, anybody can sell a for sale by owner in a hot market. Mm-hmm. Well, the problem is, the the common people out there don't understand what the real estate market's doing on a day-to-day basis. And we know it, and we forecast it, and we see that happening. And by you putting your house up for sale by owner, you're losing time. It's kind of like when I go into the grocery store and I go buy milk, I'm always grabbing that milk that's further back. And you know why? It's colder and fresher. And it has an expiration date on it. So I want that expiration date to be as long as possible. What people don't realize is that the houses have expiration dates too on them. Because the first things I look for when I'm looking for a client is the sales price. Because obviously they're going to be in a certain, right, certain sales price. Right. Second thing I look is most important. How many days on the market? How many days on market? I keep hitting this thing. That's I get right. excited. That's all right. You broke your finger too. I know. I like so, it. So we're talking, See, you are full of excitement. So we're talking days on market. <laughs> and people don't realize that they are killing themselves. Oh so after gosh. 30 days, you've just killed yourself. Even people that you know now put their home for sale by owner on Zillow. I've noticed that when we take those on, right. the public's already seen that. You know, the public, look, this is how they're shopping homes. Swipe, 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 swipe. And then you, you, you know, you take that from a for sale by owner to a professional agent. Um, the photos are going to change, obviously. But if they still recognize the home, they're still swiping it because they've already passed it by. So we've noticed that as we take those homes on, they're a little bit more challenging because they've got an expiration date and the shit got stale. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, time in the market is the biggest enemy of a seller, but it, but so often, you know, they exist on the market a long time because of unrealistic expectations and overpricing the home. And, and people, I mean, look, we all have overpriced listings. I just don't have any that the people don't know they're overpriced. Right, right. And that's the key. And, you know, the, the we see this all the time in our industry, right? Realtors buying listings. 
it's worth 250 they tell them 300 just to get the listing and then they work on getting the price down which i think is bs and it kills the days on market which doesn't help the client in the end they get less in the end and the other part of it is now they're making life expectations based on that 300,000 when there was no shot they were ever going to get that and i just think that's such a flaw in our industry i can't stand that you know and i agree with you on that point they're making life decisions based on somebody that told you what you wanted to hear just so he could get the listing just so yep. he could collect a commission they bought the damn listing yeah, exactly and, it's, and, and it does no one any good right and what do you want do you want do you want somebody that you can trust that's going to look after your best interest or, or a salesman hey some of the some of the best clients that i've had and and the, some of the best relationships i've built were through some of the most difficult transition transactions because there was a lot of face-to-face heart-to-heart like look th- that's wrong you're wrong. I love you, but you're wrong in this decision. And you, if you make it, that's fine. But you have to know, here's what's going to happen and lay it out for them. And then, and then if they make that decision, it's okay. You've let them know. You've let them know. But to try to set somebody up for, for, you know, a a value that you know is never going to happen, I think is bullshit. And I just think that that is, that is one of the biggest flaws in our industry. And I just wish there were a way to police that. But at the end of the day, it's okay because I mean, it's humans, right? Sometimes those people on the other end want to hear that. So they get all warm and fuzzy inside. But I've had, I mean, I, I'll never forget I had a deal where a gentleman went up north and he bought a piece of property. He was retiring for $400,000 because the realtor told him he was going to get $400,000 for his waterfront home. Right. There was no shot he was ever getting $400,000 for that home. Right. And we ended up selling it about six months later for three twenty-five. dollars and it was market value, right? And it was market value. Exactly. It might have been above market value because right. we relisted it, we staged it, and sold it the first weekend with multiple offers. Right. But that's so important for people to understand that that if you're going to make another life decision down the road, you need to know the truth up front. Exactly. So, I mean, that's another thing, guys. You, you know what? I've lost a lot of business by telling the truth, and I'm okay with that. You know, I walk into somebody's home and, and tell them what maybe they don't want to hear, but it's the truth, and I can walk away from that, and I can sleep good at night. Boy, I can't imagine telling somebody 500, knowing it's only four, and that guy went out and bought a house for 500, and now I'm sitting, you know, he's he's wallowing in $100,000 worth of new cured debt essentially absolutely and he's lost six months of his life absolutely so i think one of the best things that we do though it's it's amazing how we put our best foot forward and i love the fact of when we come to the market when we get the house listed the the process of what we do to get it ready to get it on the market a lot of people don't realize it and it takes us about it could take us up to about two weeks yeah depending on the house and the condition and the things that need to be done but most importantly is the photos. Yes. That is just crucial and critical and the timing of the market to get it on the market. There's there's a reason why we put things on the market at a certain time period is because we want to drive traffic, as much traffic to yeah. that house at in one time. In as short of a window as possible. Exactly. To create that feeding frenzy yeah. that we have. You know, And then that's what happens. We did that on Gaines Road this last weekend. Uh, friends of my, um, one of my friends from high school, his parents... It was wonderful. We had, we had so many people coming to this open house. We couldn't keep up, and it's only about a thousand square foot ranch. But what a great <laughs> so house! They were knocking the walls down. Oh on this man, sucker. we had more people in that house than I think could could hold it. But at least I know the floors are good because right, it held exactly. up everything. But we got, you know, the best thing is we got at the end of it all. 
But that goes back to the system, right? Absolutely. Right? Like, hey, he, David didn't come and go, well, no, this is how I've been listing homes for 20 years, so I'm going to do it my way. I'm like, no, this is how we do it. All you do is hand the file over, and then you just sit back and chill, and we'll right. take care of the rest. Right. And that system that's built that we've proven and we know works, you tap into that system, and, and it's just gangbusters. I want to share something else because I think it's important for our audience to understand the importance of, because, look, we've got people – you know, in different states, right? Right. So this isn't about just, you know, JWG. It's about trying to help these these people uh, grow their businesses. Uh, but I want to talk a little bit about something about brand. The brand that you work for matters, okay? And I'm going to use an example that came again from David, is that, you know, wherever you are, if you're in, if you're in Alabama and you're not looking at Jason Will's team, wow, I think you should do that because his brand is so strong. If you're in coastal Delaware and you're not looking at Dustin Oldfather's team, wow, I really think you should do that because that brand is so strong. And let me tell you why brand matters. So, and he doesn't even know what I'm going to talk about, but David, one early, early in him being with us, he came to me and he said, man, I just got a listing. I'll let you tell the story. It was Gagnon's. Yep. He went on this listing appointment and take it away. Boy, it was great. Um, we are building their condo right now. We're, we're coming to completion. And the best thing ever is, is that he has to obviously sell his house, and we're working with them. And I said, well, I'll be happy to come out. And he said, well, I'm going to call this guy that I know. And I said, well, who is it? He says, well, I'm going to call John Wentworth. And I started I started laughing because that was right at the point where I transitioned yep, over yep. to him. And he's like, well, what, what, what are you thinking? And I said, well, I just joined the John Wentworth group. And he goes, well, great. This is perfect. So the nice thing is he, he gets you with the brand recognition, the strength of that. And then he gets me, which is I'm just, yeah. I'm just a you know regular realtor that grinds it out that makes sure that all the clients are happy. Well, and I think, though, the importance of that is is that if if you're on a brand that is not identifiable to the consumer, it's going to hurt your business. Right. If you're on a brand that that frankly no one gives a shit about, it's going to hurt your business. Absolutely. If you're on a big brand that hasn't serviced that community, and and the reason I get particular there is because you know the big franchises in different parts of every community are run by different people. So you may get a much better experience at one. I agreed. Uh, red, white, and blue as you do at another red, white, and blue. Um, and so if, if you're at a big brand, but a brand that isn't recognized in the community as doing good business or servicing people well, that's going to hurt you. So I just, you know, I, I'm a big believer in that if I move to California or Kentucky, which I always say I'd go to Kentucky first because of the horses, I just go get on someone's team. Yeah, because I could just start selling real estate. Yeah, you don't have to do. You don't have to start. I don't have to reinvent the wheel. Scratch. I can just start selling shit. I can start serving everybody that I meet. Absolutely. And and I think it'd be it'd kind of be an interesting test. You know, we know a lot of people across the country. We should take the leaders of those people. Hey, one month you're going to. I'm going to Kentucky. I wouldn't mind doing that. I'll go to California. <laughs> I'll go to Cali. Uh, Jason will come here. Dustin will father. Uh, I think Tom Ferry should even sell something. But uh, you know, I think let's leave them with something that uh, that they can draw something upon maybe some peace upon because i know that you love that word peace you know how can we help the the audience and and gain a little bit of peace and maybe perspective inside of their businesses if they feel like they're struggling a little bit well you know i think everybody when they come into real estate the nice thing about real estate it doesn't have a income ceiling you can make as much as you want and everybody that comes in here has those dreams i've never heard anybody come in here going oh i hope i only make thirty thousand this year no they love that idea that they can make an infinite amount of money. Yeah, It's great, but you know, I don't know if that's the greatest direction to go with. I prefer to deal with clients, but however you want to deal with it is the way you want to deal with it. But here's the most interesting thing. These strong teams didn't get strong by accident. 
they got strong because they had their systems in place. They had the right people in place. They had the right core values in place to make it happen because I know you grind it out. I've seen you grind it out. And that's the thing. That's what makes the difference. And by somebody that's coming on or, or just doesn't feel like they're in the right spot, they feel a little lost they, for direction and things like that, that's what the teams have. What your weakness is is somebody else's strength. No doubt about it. And that can lift everybody up. And I see it because the best thing about it is what we're calling people. You know, I overhear other people and how they talk. But the best thing about it is like Don Bresna, one of the nicest guys ever. He is a machine. He is so good at how to talk to people and and not only how to get to talk to them, but how to actually serve them and serve them fantastically. He's our highest converter on Zillow. Yeah, and that's crazy. You wouldn't think so. You wouldn't think it. If you met Don, you would not expect him to be your highest Zillow converter. You know, these... The, the guys that do our video and audio, you know, they're always messing with his computer. He's like, this darn thing doesn't work, right? And how old's Don, you think? Uh, Don's, I don't, I'm not going to speak for Don. I don't know, late 50s? <laughs> late 50s, been in real estate a long time, similar to your situation. Builder? Was a builder also, and, uh, you know, it te- not, not technology savvy. That's where I was getting at. And here's a guy that's not the biggest in technology savvy. He is good. I'll, but he's I'll, a grinder. But he's a grinder, and he knows how to call those people and and fulfill their needs yeah make sure he he's a good listener and so that's what that's one of one of the key is but you know you take don out of the picture out of this you take other people out of the out of the picture out of here you take a little bit away from what we you created and it does it's not as magical no you know? and so, and i think that is the beauty of the collaboration is that everybody can draw off of everybody and everyone's willing to give as opposed to that environment where you're locked away in an office and wish wish you well pal right right right. and that happens nine times out of ten in all real estate agencies you know i always say because it shocks me our failure rate is so high in this industry and that's one of the things that to me i mean that's something i want to change you know i think that there's there's a misconception about what real estate really is right and and i also think look the market's good right now new people get into the market and they're going to sell some homes but they don't serve with integrity they're not going to last. Right, because the market doesn't always stay good. The market doesn't always stay good, and if you're not serving with integrity, it will catch up to you. So I you know, I would say for, for the people that maybe need a little bit of a boost, uh, maybe you're at that point where you're like, shit, I just I don't know. Or feeling lost. Or feeling know? lost. Look, maybe it's your environment. Maybe it's your environment. Maybe you need to be the leaf that gets off that tree and, and goes to, and looks for a team environment or, or somewhere that is collaborative and has coaching. Uh, but also, don't forget to rely. Don't don't look for the shiny penny all the time, the next lead. Go back to the open houses. Go back to, I mean, open go houses. Go back the, to the basics. Go back to the basics. Open houses, by the way, are the greatest thing in the world. People just don't do them right. Right. Um, but open houses are huge. Um, you know, shaking hands, man. You know, introducing yourself, being in the public eye, I think is awesome and just always leading from a servant's heart i think is really huge i think so too man i really agree with you man it's been a pleasure to have you on brother i love you so glad you're with us thank you guys for tuning in david nemer n-e-m-e-r hit him up on facebook i know how to spell baby i I can't sell but i can spell you got it you've never heard me say that one i can't spell but i can sell but i know how to spell his name but hit him up uh, david nemer on facebook uh follow us thoroughbredpodcast.com find us on soundcloud uh I don't know what it is. You know how to do it. I appreciate you guys so much for tuning in. Have a blessed day. If there's anything we can do for you, reach out. Peace.